You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast brought to you by NBA 2K23. For the third time this week, I would tell you, if you haven't yet, hit the link in the description to pre-order your copy of NBA 2K23. Absolutely lit. If you haven't played it yet, obviously you haven't played it, but I have. You just got to take my word for it. Great game. Um, it's got my TikTok blowing up. BJ, I don't know if you saw, I had a... I saw it. I saw the shirt you had on and... Everybody wants to know here oh. in the States, uh-huh. where do we get those uh-huh. shirts from? <laughs> the, the real ones have seen the real name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making a new debut. I know so, all my friends have been calling me. All my friends have been calling me. I said, you know, you got to check with both. Should I tell you, should I tell you a thing about those t-shirts? Yes, only two, please, only two, only, only three people in the world have them. Only three people in the world right now have them. And BJ oh, wow. Armstrong on the t-shirt is not even one of those three. And I'll tell you two we... of the names, because because okay. the third one is one of my homies. I had to I had to make sure he was sorted out because okay. uh, he helped me, you know, with, on, on my trip to Vegas. But it's okay. me, and it's Cade Cunningham. See now you talking. You see, I had to say to Cade when I met Cade, I said to him, "What up, though?" He goes, "Hey, what do you say? What do you say? What do you know about that? What do you know about that?" That's what Cade said. <laughs> he said, "What up, though?" No. I said, "Listen, you see, I be rocking with Detroit's very own B.J. Armstrong." This is what you need to be rocking pre-game, yeah? When, when I see you pulling up to a Bulls game next season, I'm going to need to see you rocking this. And he loved the tee. He loved the design. He said, yo, that's smooth. I'm going to rock it for sure. So I don't know if he's going to rock it, but that's he's the funny. first one to get it. That's so uh, funny. keep your eyes peeled. I know you guys okay. are want them. That's love. That's love. That's you guys love. in the TikTok comments. But yeah, I know you saw on Instagram, the TikTok's going crazy right now. Almost a million people, almost a million people over there have been watching. So, uh, you know, some of them in the comments have been asking where to get it. Right now, I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys, the listeners of the podcast, the supplier for the T-shirts, because you know I ain't going to give you any quality. I ain't just going to give you any, any T-shirt. I don't give you, I told you, BJ, this is what I told them. I don't do merch. I do fashion. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) I don't do merch. I do fashion. Like the t-shirts and the hoodies I gave you. Tell me about yeah, the quality uh, on them. Tell me about no, the quality. The, the Com- quality is the quality is crazy. The t-shirts that you gave me. Bro. And the material yeah, is it's called GSM. Like that's something to do with like the fibers in the material or something. And right. your regular t-shirts from whatever brands you might be rocking, they're usually on the lower end of the scale. But I've gone for the luxury high end. So we get all of those hand-stitched out in Europe. And then they get them shipped over here to the UK to be distributed. So they do take a while to be produced. So I can't tell you when the T-shirt is going to be available for general sale because those are just some samples I had. But stay tuned. The other thing I want to tell you guys, if you're not following along on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter right now, you need to join the wave. That stuff's jumping right now. And then on YouTube, I know you guys follow the Hoop Genius channel. I know you guys follow the Hoop Genius podcast channel. But I've started a third channel, which is a top oh. secret one. BJ, this oh. is a top secret one that I'm okay. only sharing with listeners of this show. Okay. okay. I'm only going to share it with the listeners of this show. It's, it's top secret. And if you want to know what the channel is, if you want to subscribe to it, you have to send me a DM, send me a tweet saying, what should we tell them? you got to give me a code word. you got to tweet me with the code word. BJ, what's the code word? And I'll What up, dope? All right, there we go. <laughs> you tweet me or Instagram me with what up, dope? And I'm going to send you the link. Because that's that's a top secret channel 
Well, I'm going to chop it up with just listeners of this podcast because, you know, I'm, I feel like they need the exclusives. So anyway, not much is happening in the NBA. It's the off season. You know, BJ, I know you're still active making calls. You know, you've got your players and some have signed for teams, some have not. We've seen a few other minor signings happen around the league. We've seen okay. Jermichael Green sign with the Golden State Warriors. So that. I, I feel like anyone signing with the Golden State Warriors is a good signing for them. You know, like Otto Porter Jr. and Bayelitsa last season. One thing that confused me is Bayelitsa is no longer in the NBA. He decided to go and sign in Europe after collecting his championship ring. Do you hear about this? Yeah, I, I think at his age, I think at his age, he's, he's getting to a place where the following, you know, you know, at his age, he's, he's in his 34. 30s now. Yep. 34. You got to say the following. If he's going to stay in the NBA, it doesn't get any better what happened last year, right? He was coming oh, off yeah. the bench. He was a contributor. I'm guessing he probably wants to play more minutes. You know, no matter if you won a championship or what have you, you, you still want to play. And at this age, he's probably saying, if I'm going to, you know, play it out, I'm going to probably make minimum there in this in the states. I probably can make a little bit more if I go to Europe. He'll be a high level player, mm-hmm. and he will play a significant amount of minutes. So I think he made a. I thought I think he really made a, a really good business decision. He he I played think. great defense on Jason Tatum in the finals. Do you yeah, remember that? Yeah. There were those positions yeah. where they wanted to. JT wanted to isolate on Bialica, and he just uh, and Bialica locked him up, but. You know, it's a great decision. You went back to Fenerbahce where he's played before. A lot of people don't realize for some guys in the NBA, especially the European players that come over, they just prefer the lifestyle of being in Europe and closer to home to their friends and their family. It's very different to the NBA. Like Nikola Mirotic, who turned down NBA offers to go back to Barcelona and make 10 million a year. I respect it. Uh, what else has happened around the league, though? We've got Carl Corver's been hired by the Atlanta Hawks to be in their front office. Okay. All right. And any All thoughts right. on that one? Yeah, I think a lot of guys are, are working in the front office now. And, you know, I think that was a good move. He's had, he had some good years down there. I, I thought he was, for some reason, I want to say, I remember him being the assistant shooting he was, coach or he something. He was the with development, development coach for the Brooklyn Nets. And he was right. helping uh, Ben Simmons, apparently, on his right. jump shot, which we never actually got to see. But who knows? Maybe maybe we'll see it next year. Maybe, right. maybe we'll see it next year. Uh, but, yeah, move making a transition to the front office, which would be uh, – Interesting. Um, what else is happening? Dennis Schroeder has shot his shot at LeBron James on the Instagram comments. Oh, what did he say? Uh, LeBron put a, LeBron put a post and uh, no, no, no. Dennis Schroeder put a post and LeBron commented saying tough. And Dennis Schroeder said we might have to run it back. Question mark. Um, Dennis Schroeder, okay. who of course famously turned down the eighty-two million from the Lakers to go and sign for a mid-level in Boston, is now. Maybe coming back to the Lakers on a minimum. A rare win for the Lakers in the past few years. Okay, and moving right along. <laughs> I wish you guys saw BJ's face right there. And there. I wish you saw I, I, BJ's You face know, right. I, I want to talk about the game. I, mean, I, I mean, want to talk about the game or something that's relevant. Like which aspects of the game? Relevant. Literally nothing is happening. So which aspects of the game do you want to talk about? You know, well, what can we talk about? Um... What did I see today it was a big topic. I turned on the television for a little bit. Oh, there was this 
a big meeting between the big three for the Lakers, right? Is, yeah, we is, talked is about this yesterday. It? Come on, come Did on. We talk about you, that yesterday? you didn't turn on the TV and see that. You saw our podcast from yesterday. Well, <laughs> well yeah, it was it was on a day, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, of is, course, is, man. Is of that, course, they're a day behind. Of course. Yeah, is, is that is that a big deal? Um, the, the other report is that Miami are turning their attention to um, Kevin Durant rather than Donovan Mitchell because a lot of people obviously talk about D-Wade trying to recruit Donovan Mitchell to the Miami Heat despite him being a part owner of the Utah Jazz. Um, but I really don't see Miami being able to pull off a deal for Kevin Durant, given that they don't have the kind of players and picks that maybe Brooklyn would be looking for. I think Miami has done a terrific job with their front office of making sure their name is in every deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they've done. I don't see any way they can get those guys. Maybe they can. Well, I shouldn't say that. I'm sure there is a way. However, I don't think just in looking at it, unless another significant team is involved, for them to be able to pull off to land a Kevin Durant or Donovan Mitchell. That's what I see. Yes, sir. Have you seen, BJ, have you seen, did you see the tech conference at Summer League, the NBA tech conference? Yes. Did you see anything interesting there? No. I, I, <laughs> did you not? I saw some crazy stuff. Okay, what'd you did, see? I saw the uh did you see the ankle guards that supposedly mean no one will ever sprain the ankle ever again? It's like an ankle support that you put on and you you wear it, and apparently you will never sprain your ankle again. Okay, and, and what was the feedback from the players? They all wear low tops, right? They yep, yep. <laughs> so yep. what's I'll tell you what's interesting is is high tops don't make any impact whatsoever on on ankle injuries. In fact, wearing low top shoes is actually better to support your ankle because it has more lock in for your Achilles. Okay, this is this is how you know it's the off season. There's literally nothing to talk about. We talk about shoes. Everyone's mad at me today because I posted a picture of the new Travis Scott trainers that came out. Uh, the Travis Scott low ones and. They don't come out for a few days and everyone's mad that I got them early. But yeah, it's, it's a slow news day. You know what? what? What am I even talking about? It's not a slow news day because we've got a whole bunch of questions to answer that I completely forgot about. That's yes, what we were meant to do. And yes. it's just completely slipped my mind. And I've got the list right here. So let's answer a few of them and then we'll answer the rest tomorrow. But I was sitting here thinking nothing has happened in the NBA since yesterday. This is the problem we're doing a daily show. And you'd think that we would prepare this beforehand, but we got to keep it 100 with the list. Do you know what I mean? We got right. to uh, we got to keep one hundred with them. So in full transparency, here we go. If the NBA, this is a question from Henry. Big love to Henry. Uh, he says, if the NBA were to add an in-season tournament, especially if it were to be played in a single location, for example, Vegas, what would you think about including a few Euroleague teams? Which teams would you like to see invited? Well, here's what I don't fully understand about this mid-season tournament. Everyone's talking about the following. Okay, you have load management. We have too many games. Our commissioner has gone on record said he is open to talking about maybe less games if it makes sense. And then we're going to add a mid-season tournament that's going to add more games. So so the tournament isn't going to be more games. Okay, so, how's this work? So here's how it works, right? You have the 82-game regular season, 
But a lot of people are of the opinion that a lot of players don't really care for the regular season because they, you know, like a Kawhi Leonard or whoever sits out a lot of games in the regular season, right? So to make those regular season games more interesting, they will count towards a different competition. So there'll be some sort... So you play like four games against your division, right? Two of those games will count towards some sort of other tournament as well as your overall ranking. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So, it's so not, it won't be, you won't be playing more than 82 games? No, you won't be playing more games, but some of those games will go towards a tournament. Do you, gotcha. you see how that makes sense? Gotcha. So it's not more games. Uh, with regards to Henry's question about EuroLeague teams being invited, the NBA, actually, uh, it was 10 years, was it 10 years ago, 12 years ago, whatever it was, on this day. Um, the NBA champions, the, the Lakers in 2010, so this was the summer of 2010, uh, Lakers went to Barcelona to take on the EuroLeague champions, Barcelona. And Barcelona actually beat the Lakers. Uh, Pau Gasol obviously had a great homecoming game. But they used to do the NBA Europe Live preseason tour, which would see EuroLeague teams going up against NBA teams. That's why I think they should bring back, make the preseason more fun, more interesting. Talk to any NBA players who are involved in those teams. They had great value from traveling with their team pre-season, getting to know their teammates a bit better, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, that's how I'd like to see that. Uh, Glenn Vardy. What rules What rules will we be playing under? NBA rules. NBA rules? Okay. NBA rules. Uh, Glenn Vardy wants to know who are your standout players from the Summer League, and do you think there are any hidden undrafted gems from what you've seen? You know what? I, I have this philosophy about summer league and you've you've heard me say it more off air but i'll say it on air i'm always concerned when i see players play well in the summer mm-hmm. ah, <laughs> come on man i i, I am I'm, i am so you're concerned about paolo yes why are you concerned about paolo because that's not the nba game okay but if he's playing with ease in the summer league and dominating everyone uh, that's not the nba game that's not against nba players would you rather he play badly Yes. What? <laughs> what? All the all the best players I've ever seen, all the great players I've ever seen play in summer league, they all play awful in the summer. Really? Yeah. Nah. Yeah. Nah. I, I, Not, I, I, no way. Yes. Everyone. No. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. No. They're, they're, they're awful in the summer. It's, it, the summer league is not the NBA. You're not playing against NBA players. Donovan Mitchell is four. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is second all time in summer league scoring. Damian Lillard is fourth all time summer league scoring. Tyrese Maxey is fifth. I think they've all panned out pretty I'll well. I'll say it again. I didn't say scoring. I just said I've seen they all play awful. They were horrible in summer league. Okay, but they they were awful, but averaging twenty eight points in a game. It's it's not the NBA. Okay, okay. Now, is there anyone who's caught your eye that may stand that uh, you think? when they get to the NBA, is going to be great. Wow. I look, I, I, I look at what, this is what I look for in the summer league. I look for athletes and people who can defend. Now, I should have known last year that that kid from New Orleans. Which one? The, the kid. Herb Jones. To, uh, Herb Jones. I just look for... Because this is what I always look for. This is what I look for. I look for elite role players in the summer league. Because very rarely, okay, you average 28 in the summer league. Does it translate to 28 in a, in a, in a, in a winning team? It's always debatable for me. Mm-hmm. 
you know, it's always debatable. Now, the best player of this era, I, I watched him play in the summer league. He was not good at all. LeBron was not good in the summer league. He was not good. Derrick Rose was not good in the summer league. All the players that I've seen play when they play in the summer league, I just look for elite. I look for elite defensive players and elite role players. That's like uh, I feel like David Mitchell did a great job in the summer league last yes. year. Yes, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like, like I remember watching him last year. And he had a unique combination because I really liked what he was doing on the defensive end. Yeah, he just came but, in with clamps. Yeah, he, he, he's, he was great on the defensive end. And then he could score the ball a little bit. Now, the summer, the way they play now is a little different. So I'm saying it used to apply because the game was different. Now, there's such an emphasis on scoring. So I remember watching Donovan Mitchell play, and I thought – Interesting because the game, the way the game is played, he should flourish in the summer league. Okay. Because of the way the game is played. This will be the final question, and we're going to get to all the rest of them tomorrow because I forgot to do these halfway through. This is slightly differently. Matt Colin, Colin Gay, Matt Collinge. I'm sorry, Matt. I don't know how to pronounce your name. He said, if the NBA ceased to exist today, who would be the highest profile player not to make the Hall of Fame? That's an interesting question. That's a very interesting question. Well, it used to be interesting. I don't think so anymore. Why not? Because the, the Hall of Fame now, now is just about numbers. I, 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 I'm... Here's my thing with the Hall of Fame now. You used to have to carry some responsibility to winning. Winning now doesn't matter for the Hall of Fame. Now it's just your numbers. Can you give me an example? Okay, like for instance, you know, like I don't know. I don't even I don't even follow. I don't even follow the Hall of Fame now. I don't even follow it anymore. But I will say this, and you know, without specific players, because you know what, I'm not trying to go at anybody, but I, I will say this. You know, like, for instance, okay, you'll, you'll take a player like, let, let's just take James Harden, for instance. He's had a Hall of Fame career, right? By the numbers. Mm-hmm. Right? He's scored a lot of points. He scored a lot of points. He's led the league in scoring, da-da-da, da-da-da, da-da-da. Okay. But there used to be some responsibility to winning. And, I, and, I'm, and he should be in the Hall of Fame. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying there has to be some accountability. So in answer to the original question. And, and I'm not saying, James, listen, I'm just, and, and I'm saying, I don't follow it yeah, like I, I used to. Maybe you have a name. I, I, I don't know. I, I have no I, idea. I know you've got to clarify it because otherwise the newspapers will be all over that. BJ Armstrong doesn't think James Harden is a hall of... Okay. No, no. I, 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 so I, I, to I your point, though, to your point, yeah, though. Yes. One name who I think is not in the Hall of Fame but deserves to be is Chauncey Billups which for the life of me, I don't understand why he's not in the Hall of Fame. They did a great job of adding Ben Wallace in last season, but no Chauncey Phillips. That stands out to me. And I think Rasheed Wallace is also another name. But in answer of the question, if the NBA was to end today, the biggest name to not be in the Hall of Fame would be Giannis. Because he could end his career today and he's arguably the biggest player on the planet right now. So if you, the question states, 
highest profile player. So oh, okay. I, yeah, I, I guess yeah, the technical yeah. answer is yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just, yeah. I mean, if you said that, I, I mean, I get it. I'm just saying for me now, the hall for, uh, I'm just saying this, the hall of fame, what it used to represent to me, you know, like there's a lot of guys, not a lot of guys. There were many of guys who were borderline hall of famers. And the thing was always, well, they put up numbers, but what did they do? They may have made it on the second or third, like, like Chris Weber, for instance, mm-hmm. like, like Chris Weber. He t- made it this, this last past. Yeah. Like, ceremony. come on. Like you, you got to tell me, like I follow Chris Weber's entire career. So you begin to tell me that Chris Weber did not have a hall of fame career. Like, but then such and such is a first ballot, a hall of famer. It just doesn't make sense to me anymore. And I'm not taking away from anyone, but Chris Weber and these type of players, how come there is it, is it, is it popularity? Is it the committee doesn't like them? Is it winning? Is it numbers? Is it, it just seems there's no consistency. So now instead of trying to figure it out, I've just kind of dismissed it. And I'm saying, yeah, that that's, and, and if, if the if the criteria is numbers, then cool. If I the criteria I, I, is winning, then let's keep it there. But when you start having players like that, at that level, at that elite level, he played in an elite time where the power forward position was monsters. Mm-hmm. Okay? You had Chris Weber. You had Rasheed Wallace. You had Kevin Garnett. You had Carl uh, uh, Malone, Charles Barkley, Tim Duncan. You had all these players, and Chris Webber was the king of the double-double. You mean to tell me in that era, that level of talent was not a first ballot Hall of Fame? Like, okay, now it's getting a little and, – and I'm just saying – and I'm just – and those two players that I named, I'm just using them as criteria, right? One is an elite scorer, and the other one was a tremendous – like, he was an all-around player. But then some other players – maybe didn't have the same numbers they were first ballot it just doesn't make sense to me anymore okay so and that's what i'm saying i don't yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm not i'm not I, I i'm think, not going i think it's gotten too political for me and the the thing that bothers me is when you know be different if you didn't see these guys but i take this serious mm-hmm. so when you take it serious you're looking at you going wait a minute i saw this player and i know this player was better than that player but that player got in but this guy didn't it doesn't make you. sense. You know what I'm saying? And it's no, and, and whatever your criteria is, I'm I'm good with that. But just be consistent with, it's like refereeing. Just be consistent with the whistle. And That's I can right. work around that. That's right. Well, we got Richard Jefferson refereeing. Hopefully it's not Richard Jefferson deciding who's in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's been another episode. Apologies to listeners. We had no idea what we are going to talk about today. We got a whole bunch of questions we're going to ask them oh, tomorrow. Yeah. This is what yeah. happens. BJ, I'm going to tell the people at home listening, this is a sacrifice I make. It's damn near 40 degrees right now. That's over 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, and wow. I had to turn off. You see right next to me is the fan. I had to turn off the fan so you guys didn't hear it in the microphone. So I'm sat here sweating, doing a podcast. It's oh, disgusting. Oh. This is the but sacrifice we make. I thought you were getting, I thought you were just getting turned up. Nah, okay. man, I ain't even got started. I ain't even got, we ain't okay. talking about the sewing shit. We'll get, we'll get to that in a future episode. Anyway, you guys at home, make sure you subscribe, tell a friend. Uh, like, comment, all of that good stuff. Make sure you hit the link in our bio to pre-order your copy of NBA 2K23. Tomorrow, we will be answering all of your questions. Don't worry. Most importantly, until next time.
Get buckets.